Welcome to the With Daniel podcast, prayers, devotions, and conversations. I'm your host, Daniel Carr. Thanks for joining me. Hi, I've been afraid to do this and longing to do this, longing to have conversations about grief, my experience of grief, about lament, about crushed this ministry that I want to to start to help people to lament to grieve with the Lord I guess I should be patient with myself because this is all new for me this whole life as a widow this life as a single mom and I realize in this journey so far that grief and talking about your feelings, talking about the things that deeply hurt you, the things that are painful, are not things that we really want to talk about, we really want to share. It is such a common thing. Death is so common. Grief is so common. Pain, trauma is common. And we don't talk about it. We don't want to talk about it. We want to be strong. We want to lift up our heads we want to be in the light and that is good but i believe or i've learned to believe that the darkness is important learning to walk in the dark learning to walk with god in the dark understanding the darkness and where you are even if it's a kind of darkness as my friend said she had a vision of me once, of me falling beautifully, but falling through darkness, and that I was being lifted up and carried by grace in the darkness. So what I want with this podcast, with these prayers, devotions, but particularly with these conversations, is to talk about those dark, hard places and how we as people of faith and communities of faith can journey with the Lord in that. I believe that it's not just a part of life, not something that should just be acknowledged. I believe that lament and even that word, exploring what that word means, but lament is essential to faith that if we don't learn how to do it, that we are missing out on a very important part of understanding who we are as people of God, uh, understanding who God is, um, maybe even getting some of the answers to our whys. Sometimes we feel like if we ask the why, we won't get an answer. And sometimes we won't, but sometimes we will. And if it's not the answer we look, we're looking for, then we would get to the other side of the grief, which is the joy that we want and the peace that we want and the restoration and the hope and the fulfilled dreams. And that is not something I believe that is just for heaven. It is for earth. I'm reminded of this scripture that has been on my heart 
the Lord has given to me since Dwayne died. My husband Dwayne passed away in 2019. And it's Psalm 34, verse 18. And it says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. I've learned to acknowledge that I am brokenhearted and that I am crushed in spirit. And in that acknowledgement, in that brokenness, in that crushed place, the Lord has drawn close to me. The Lord used to say to me all the time, you are not alone and I am with you. And I used to say, Lord, that is so unhelpful. I don't even know what that means. I don't know how you're present. I, it just doesn't feel unhel very helpful to me. And I heard it for two years until finally it made sense to me. And finally I was able to look back and see how the Lord was with me. And so... I want to invite you to have these conversations with me. I know it may feel artificial because this is a video. Some of you don't know me and we're not going to get to talk face to face, but I'm going to try to put this content out in a way that you can share your thoughts, share your heart, share your questions, share your concerns with this approach to faith. But I do want to have a conversation. I believe it is an important one to have about lament. Um, this is my first attempt at having that conversation in person, really, with you. And so in this first episode, I would like to discuss or to share with you some of my journey. So. My husband, Dwayne, the love of my life. I got married to him on August 16, 2008. It was a beautiful day. And it was everything that I had dreamed of. Everything that I wanted with all my family, all his family, all our friends. I sang to him. We, we uh, walked down the aisle to at last. You know, it was just gorgeous. It was what I had always wanted. He, I used to tell him that he is the man, the friend I prayed for and the man of my dreams. And he used to call me his treasure chest. You know, that those were the words he used when he proposed to me. Anyway, we had a long distance relationship up until we got married. That was like four years of long distance relationship or three and a half. And then we had a long distance marriage because he was in seminary in California and I was here in Jamaica. And I would go back and forth, you know, with the visa only six months at a time. Anyway, um, a year and a half into our marriage, he was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. He was 29. I remember 
just not knowing what to do. I mean, we were at the beginning of our lives together. We didn't have much. We were struggling with our finances, with jobs, with education, with knowing what we want to do with ourselves, where to live. At the time, he was living with friends. With a lot of help from a friend's mom, my family, I got there to him in March 2010. And that was my first hospital visit, the first of too many to count. There is no part of Dwayne's body that was not touched, that was not ravaged. He was stripped in every way imaginable. And even as his wife, there, are, there is so much that I did not understand or there is much that I was not able to relate to concerning his grief. He was in a lot of pain, physically, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically. He had past traumas. You know, it's just it was just a lot. But he was a fighter, you know. He had just gotten into law school when he was diagnosed and they told him just put it off for a year and he did but then when that year came he we drove back from we were living with his mom in Florida at the time and we drove across the country back to California back to UCLA housing he was in school I was working full-time in Santa Monica eventually and he was doing chemo the whole time. We had Ava. We were not supposed to have children. We had Ava. We moved to Northern California, came back. You know, he was doing chemo the entire time. Chemotherapy and surgeries and hospital stays for different complications. And through that entire time, you know, we're just doing our best to love each other, to parent Ava, to dream, to dream big, to live hard, to be faithful to God. We're going to church, our beautiful church, New City Church of LA, worshiping, serving, living. And um, I remember in 2019, we wanted more children. And I said to the Lord, I said, do not give me any more children if something down the road is 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 gonna happen that is just too traumatic for us I wasn't even thinking death at the time just even more than we had imagined or had been through at that time but in August on our anniversary August 16th 2018 I got pregnant I found out I was pregnant and Nine months later, he was gone. That is unimaginable. That he didn't get to meet her. I gave birth to her three days later. And I, there'll be plenty more opportunity to share more of the details of our years together. But suffice it to say, there has been a lot of grief, a lot of pain, 
that the Lord has taken me through and now I am on the other side of a lot of it. And I want to help many of you who are in the middle of your pain or even years past it to open up about your thoughts and feelings about these things, to tell your story because I know many of you feel alone, you feel like no one understands, you feel like maybe it doesn't matter, whatever it is, I believe that the Lord would have us be more open and see where it takes us. I started a, a group, a little study, a group of women that mean a lot to me. And one of the first things, we were reading um, Brene's book, one of her books about vulnerability. And one of the very first things we realized, as close as we were, is that we did not, we were not honest about how we were truly feeling, that the things that we were feeling were exactly alike, experienced differently, but exactly alike, that our thoughts were the same, our experiences different, but we were so alike and it brought us so much closer together to know that we really aren't alone in parenting, we're not alone in feelings of rejection, in feeling judged by others, in feeling unloved, in our trauma, in our insecurities, in our hurts, in the bad choices that we've made, that we are not alone. And so I am so interested in what our little circles of faith, what our whole churches could look like if we went down this road of sharing our grief and our pain, searching the scriptures for what we are allowed to say and do and be before the Lord. What are we supposed to say to the Lord? What's allowed? Can I tell the Lord that you failed me? I asked you to heal my husband and he is dead. That is disappointment. How can you lift hands to the Lord to say, Lord, you are faithful when you feel God has been unfaithful. Answering those questions, going through those hard places with the Lord leads me, has led me, and will lead you to deeper places of faith, I believe. I don't have all the answers. I don't know everything. But I know that I just have a sneaky suspicion, not, not really a suspicion, but I, based on how I've journeyed with the Lord these past two years, two and a half years, I see how 
my grief, my words of lament, in my poetry, in my singing, in my dancing, in my kitchen, in my weeping on the floor, how God has met me in ways that I have never known God before. I didn't quite know what I was gonna come on here to say today, but I just needed to start. And so I hope some of what I've said is encouraging to you. And I really hope that with more of these videos, with more of me sharing, with more conversations with other people, I have a, a couple of people in mind so far to talk to about their experience of loss and grief. And I'm hoping that with those conversations as well, that you will be able to turn a corner in your own pain, even if it is long and buried, even if nobody knows. I pray the Lord's blessing on each one of you. Pray the Lord's blessing on me and my children. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. 